Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters, what's going on, everybody? Another episode of the Life of a Fighter podcast. Before we jump into today's podcast, this episode and every episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter website. We have all of our awesome content on there from our Fitness Nutrition Vault to our free blog content to the podcast articles to YouTube videos and all that fun stuff. We also have our shop where you can check out all of our awesome products and services and get access to things that you normally wouldn't get access to. We have our awesome clothing line. You can check that out at LOF clothing.com. We also have a link on our main website. You can also check out more info about our coaching services by clicking the get started tab. That's where you can check out a little bit more about some of the things that we offer. You can put your information in. I can touch base with you, either get on the phone, text or email, have one of our coaches do it as well and talk about what the best program probably would be for you, whether it's with us or somebody else, just kind of getting you in that right direction. And then also, if you want to support the podcast or support those that support us, you can check out below in our description. We have all of our supporters. We have other great ways to support the podcast to keep us going. Um, if you're interested in that and if not, I just always like to say, I appreciate you guys check us out on social media as well to get some more awesome, exciting news and things going on our newsletter as well. Put your email in, we'll get you going and yeah, y'all let's jump into this podcast. All right, y'all. So I'm going to ask you to hang in there with me for this one. I'm a little, uh, congested, but I still want to kind of go over this topic of, um, looking at game changers. And more specifically, kind of the two-part podcast series on uh, the Joe Rogan experience with Joe Rogan and initially Chris, I think it's Kessler's last name. And they were talking about game changers and kind of debunking it, quote-unquote, or looking at certain things that they had um, some comments on and, and things they wanted to question. And I think that even my initial reaction after watching it was like, wow, that's really informative in certain ways. And I think there's some interesting questions, but I'd also like to check the research and kind of see what it, what's the other side to that. There's always two or multiple sides um, kind of looking at these things. And it's really more about what they do talk about though is like meta-analysis and the total review and trusting the scientists. I think you also have to look at who's the board of certain organizations, like who these scientists are, backgrounds, and it's hard to look at hundreds and hundreds of scientists and their backgrounds. But just kind of one way to kind of look at that part of it is to question who you're getting the information from. Um, and then also looking at not just who's the information, you know, how's it funded and then what does it actually say? And then looking into those details of whether it's, um, protein levels that that's the one thing I I appreciated about the second part where James Wilkes comes on. That was a a co-producer on it. And even in, and both parties admit they're not experts when it comes to this nutritional topic, which I think is interesting to have them talking about it when they, they don't necessarily know the, the literature inside and out, nor do I, hence why I didn't initially even want to do a review because 
I, I thought there was a lot of research to be done there. And I just, even they even talk about it in the part two podcast on the Joe Rogan experience. Like, do you have the time to really look at all those pieces? And I just didn't have the time to fact check all of that. So I don't want to comment on that part of it without really fact checking. All right, where's that all lie? But based on what I do know from my own research and experience in education in the past, and based on what I'm hearing others that I, I listen to in this kind of topic, it, it seems like obviously a plant-based diet in general is a, a huge asset to have when you're talking about your overall health, performance, and even optimizing that. But I think, which was interesting to hear James say in the second part of the podcast, was that he's not even opposed to 100%, uh, or I'm sorry, he's not opposed to you know not having 100% plant-based diet, meaning you're going to have 80% of it's going to be plant-based, 20% meat, whatever have you. I'm like, okay, so that's, I think, a fair point, and I don't think that was portrayed in the the movie or documentary whatever you want to call it as much so i think that was also interesting to see and and i think james was also really emotional and you know taking it sensitive which of course if you're that involved in a project and you've spent that much time and you you feel like you have that perspective you're going to want to not only fact check but you know really kind of probably be invested emotionally in that it's just a natural response but to me kind of it hinders the argument a little bit I'm not saying facts aren't facts, but relying on his, you know, kind of trust in the scientists that he was using and his also, uh, emo- he says objectively, but, you know, I don't know. We all have some subjectivity to ourselves, you know. I think there's going to be a little bit of a bias in there somewhere for anything. Um, so I say there's absolutely none. Maybe, like it very well could be, but for most people, probably there's going to be something. Um, even in myself, like I, I'm going to lean more towards animal uh, products in general um, because I currently ingest them and I like them. But based on certain variables, now to what degree and to how much, that that's another kind of topic and argument. Um, whether it's, you know, he's talking about as little as close to 100% plant based or some variation of that percentage. Um, but I thought ultimately looking at not just, okay, we can have that agreement. Cool. I thought that was valuable to take away in and of itself. So just for that, um, the, the documentary and movie, whatever we call it, um, is valuable, but you have to go into it with a certain perspective and I guess understanding of, okay, I have to question everything I'm going to see. There is a certain production value to this. It's basically, and James Cameron is the other co-producer, hence huge movie production background and like over the top kind of thing. So what do you expect? Not just from a, um, I think act, like it does great shots, like cool, makes it look cool and, and brings you in all that great stuff. But like, what do you choose to use? What do you choose to next? Cause they talk about time too. Like they could have made it 10 hours. And then Joe brings up like you will maybe do a series. And um, I think there's something too. okay, I have 90 minutes. I'm going to action pack, grab your attention, hit you with stuff and bring in a good, I think, piece of information too and perspective. But I think very obviously one sided, like there's obviously an agenda and that's okay. I think, but saying there's an agenda, you have to say it in so many words, but saying this is kind of the perspective and being very open about it. All right, cool. Let's learn, but come in again with hopefully an empty glass and, have that even even James talks about the Bruce Lee perspective of like taking what's um useful, kind of analyzing what's not for you, discarding it, and then kind of making it your own. 
Um, same thing with this. So that's the ultimate, I think, takeaway to take from it. And that's why I kind of wanted to do this part um, to a multi-part series and take on this is this one is, you know, before I get the time to really do the research and weigh in, I, just how I'm looking at it and also how I would recommend. Because the reason I wanted to do this was there's a lot of talk, I think, on whether it's social media or just talking to people at the gym or wherever I'm at on how do you interpret this? Like, what do you think? What's your thoughts? Um, or what to make of it. And I, I say, go into it. If you have the time to do the research, great. Do the research, fact check, see what you got. And if you feel comfortable and have enough of an education to make your own interpretation of it and, and suggestions and planning, great, do it. If you don't have the time, maybe you have to do really one of two things. You have to say, okay, I trust them. That's it. That's what I'm going to do and do it. Or at least take it for what it is on that sense uh, of the value and, and message from the movie or documentary or whoever, whatever. Um, and the other side is saying, okay, get um, – you, you don't have the time to do the research, but get a little bit of education and get an understanding of the people you're about to listen to and trust and do a little bit on that end if you can. Again, from a time perspective, there's a wide variety that you could do there, but also have a little bit of common sense and like be realistic. And it's okay to have a lifestyle that maybe it's not 100% perfect, but if it fits your lifestyle, that's the best plan for you. So really question and, and kind of, I think, always understand where you're currently at. Like if it's not realistic from going to eating McDonald's every night and smoking cigarettes and drinking soda and never exercising to overnight, I'm going to work out six days a week. I'm going to make all these changes. F d definitely don't do that. Just make one small adjustment, one small change but have a direction that you're going in and actually stick to it and see if your body responds. And if not, you can at least make adjustments and have a, a little bit more educated uh, route to go. Um, and there's also, I think, m more discussion on allergies in this could be interesting to see what that does or any kind of value or changes in the body. Because um, they, they brought up dairy and they also brought up red meats and, and meat in general. And James doesn't think that meat or dairy, I think is, is good. Or I, I believe that's exactly the quote. Um, cause there's also like a lot of like, Hey, you misquoted this or you misinterpreted that, that seemed to be a, a part of the issue. And yeah, I'm trying to do the best to keep it clear. And I think it's also more just informed. So anyways, he says that for the optimum diet, he thinks that, um, meat and dairy, Shouldn't be included in that 100% plant-based and um, actually makes like a really compelling argument, I think, for that. Excuse me, sorry. I got to keep sitting up and laying down to get so I'm not completely congested. I apologize, y'all. So that was an interesting point that he brings up, but doesn't it really – the rest of the podcast kind of goes on. They never really get to 100% nail down and, and either agree on the facts they try and lay out on the topic of – why is meat and dairy um, not good for you or why, why is not included in the optimal diet according to James and, and what he's seen? So I thought that would have been interesting. See more about that. Um, but I, I think a lot of the podcast was James just bringing up topics that Chris got wrong, whether it was from research interpretation, just the f factual evidence and the most recent versions of it. Um, or maybe they both agree to disagree. Maybe they don't both agree to disagree, but they're uh, basically not agreeing on it coming to terms. And, and sometimes it seems like Chris is like, all right, yeah. And a lot of it's also a really good job, research presentation and factual support on James's part. And it seems like some of it's a little nuanced, like, hey, okay, you got it. Just let it go. Like, all right, let's continue to move. Like you're spending a lot of time on this. Um, and I'm sure a lot of that's emotional too. Like, again, 
another point. I thought there was a lot of James just trying to undermine Chris and uh, his expertise, which again, he doesn't say that he's a nutritional expert. So he could have just said, all right, listen, I don't even think you're a nutritional expert. You have no grounds to really stand on this. I'm going to present my case. And um, I think there should have been maybe one of his scientists there to, to look at. And then maybe even Chris has another person that's a um, a Dr. Lane type or, or a Dr. Rhonda Patrick or a nutritional bio- biological engineer type, not engineer, biological expert, um, specialist, whatever you want to call it, and really look at, okay, and then they can kind of, I, I thought it would be a little bit more informative on that side of it, um, but there's definitely good information there. Um, I, I would still want to, again, fact check or research and look at and kind of do a lot of my own interpretation of it just um to really say like okay that's fair and then also looking at even chris brought up one of the studies that james brought up an interesting point of i forgot what the company was but it was a bias-based company that was funding it and saying okay maybe that is biased but then also joe brings up this point that maybe okay even if it is biased there's other research that supports the same thing they reproduced it they just happened to actually fund something that was actually legit because Sometimes you're going to like, listen, even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? So you swing and you miss, but you're also going to hit every once in a while. And sometimes you just happen to get on the right side of the right research that supports yours. And of course, you're going to support it because there's a bias. And that was also a topic too, like, hey, an industry funded thing is going to obviously be biased to what they want. And they also can do research and then not have it released so they could find things wrong and then not have to share with the public, which I think is interesting. And I think maybe when it comes to like health and wellness or the well-being of People, I think maybe that's where there has to be some kind of legal intervention of like, this is not what's best for just our society. So we have to kind of step in there. Other than that, okay, you can fund things. And if it's like neutral, there's no harm, but there's no foul. Like, all right, maybe, you don't, or just we have to say like, listen, if you're going to fund something, it's got to roll. And then how does that change the funding behind it? The research, does it drastically change it in the sense of like for cancer research, does that drop off? But I, I don't know, that would be like a whole nother kind of perspective to that. But that's just ultimately my two cents so far on it. I I still, it's going to take some time for me to get the actual time to break down the research or at least in pieces of it. So I'm thinking maybe I'll I'll reach out to another nutritional expert that I know to kind of come on that has looked it over and and kind of share it here. So we'll see. But yeah, y'all appreciate you listening, uh, putting up with the cold. Hope y'all are staying warm. If you're somewhere cold or if you're somewhere warm, just keep enjoying that awesome weather or just stay cool inside. Peace, y'all. Love you. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.